What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease.com, promo code HAM, Middlecoff. Promo code HAM, $20 off first purchase, over $50 free delivery. And it's brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Promo code HAM1, that's HAM, H-A-M, and the number one. You get your initial deposit, you get an extra 50% bonus. Now to the pod. Who's a bigger hater, Mayock or Haberman? (laughs) It's great. That was a fantastic tweet. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed all the replies. Uh, the uh, what? Mayock just saying we suck. Yeah, Mayock saying we're the. What do you say? We have, we're the worst team in the division, basically. Worst team in the division. One playoff, sixteen years. He just again, just facts. <laughs> that wasn't emotional or anything. Yeah. Uh, John Gruden said a couple things that got attention. One, that he cried for three days after the Khalil Mack I, uh, trade. I've not seen the video of this. There's no way he was even partly serious. I can almost picture him saying it with a big smile on his face, right? Also, I've not seen the video, so yes. I, I, I looked for it. Uh, if it exists, somebody sent it to us. Now, the one that to me matters is like Jared Cook, because Jared Cook just got signed, and uh, Gruden said that it was sickening that they lost him. I, like To me, you can say that if you lose him on the first, like a 1201 or whatever time free agency starts now, and you just get whatever, somehow... Something happens. You really wanted him, and you let him get to somebody else's building. You know what I mean? Like he just visits somebody else first, and they don't let him leave, and they sign him. Now, you could say that then, but how long has Jared Cook been a free agent, John? Well, what's the date? Free agency started like the thirteenth. I mean, where the he and, just signed yesterday. And explain the rules to me. But he's on your team, so you don't have to wait for him to be a free agent to sign him. One thing I noticed that, like in February and January, teams signed some of the guys they wanted to keep. Like, they worked out a deal that made both happy. I really don't understand that comment. My, my, my issue, again, I, I'm with you. I did not see Gruden. There is no video that I was able to find of him saying that. I'll just – he he's not a tongue-in-cheek guy, really. Like, he just blatantly is kind of over the top on the lies. But whatever. I'm not going to rehash the Mac thing, The even though it's stupid to even say that. But that's John. To me, the, how disingenuous the Cook thing is is beyond stupid because he said during the – during the season, 
This guy's a free agent, but we want him back. Well, John, you could have fucking signed him. He got $8 million guaranteed. You could have easily given him 10, 12, and just made sure you had him on the team. One thing's clear, guy. They didn't want him back. They did not want him back, which is fine. But to say that it's sickening and you're distraught and all, it's like, shut up. Why, why are you? I watch the majority of these coaches talk. They, it's the NFL, right? You make tough decisions on players. You could argue, is, is he worth eight? Well, clearly you knew his market was going to be somewhere like that because last year, guy, he made $5.6 million. When you round up, it was like 5.7. Well, he had 66 catches and six touch or 68 catches and six touchdowns. You go, well, he's not taking a discount off that, especially with the cap rising. He's probably a seven to $8 million player. So they knew. They probably didn't think he was worth it. So just say, you know, we're going a different direction. We loved him here. But you're just lying. You know another thing he said? is like, I was in there pounding the table with Gunther for Burfitt. Pounding the table so who could see it? Yourself? What the fuck are you talking about? Again, I'm not I'm not saying that he needs to act like uh, Bill, who is just beyond over the top. But I'll say one thing for Bill. He doesn't say over the top shit because it's, cause it comes back to bite you in the ass. Like if Jared Cook says, well, they never even called me. Like you're, you're just lying, John, about yeah, something that's – not, Inoc- what, it doesn't matter. What's the what's the gain? I, I don't know. It just it's kind of stu- I think it's stupid, guy. I mean, I, I I think I think he acts too often like this used car salesman caricature of himself. It's unnecessary. Like I, I watched Mayock talk the other day. He just talks like a normal football guy talks. Like, hey, you know, we're doing these private workouts, kind of because you know we were saying like, why are they doing private workouts? And his response was, "This is the draft. We do private workouts. We're drafting high." We, We'd be stupid not to. It's like, I, okay, he just answered it like a normal general manager would. It's not like, you know, we we love Derek, but we love we didn't say any of these outrageous things. He just talked. And Gruden talks and he consistently gets himself in trouble, like last year. We're rebuilding. Well, no, we're not. We didn't we never had a plan to rebuild. We had no plan. Which again, John, if you just don't say anything, we trade him out because we saw the value we couldn't pay him. We'd say it was a stupid trade, but instead he was always over the top, over the top. And then he would be like, oh, you know, Reggie did the second round swap. I had no – John, you're lying. Why do you – to me, he lies, just blatantly lies. Like about – not about like draft picks and where – this is not – this is – yeah, we, we just were going to go in a different direction. It was too much money. That would have been a very normal response. Why, why can't he say that? Well, uh, to me, lying about draft picks or something is – like there's an angle on that, right? There's a benefit potentially to that. I don't – I'm I'm just kind of baffled by what the benefit here would be. Um, there is because there. the alternative is not that you rip the player. Just like you know, Jared was great for us, and and we're gonna miss him. We've decided to you know allocate our money elsewhere, and and I wish him good luck. <laughs> like whatever. I, I I I don't I don't get it. I, I, wouldn't I don't, you say that I don't that get it when literally it's so- is the comment that happens to basically every player that moves teams that was a solid player. Like every GM says the same thing. Like yeah, we liked them. It just didn't work. And then the player goes, yeah, you know, I, most players go, if they had a good experience, you know, I really like the guy. I get it. It's a business, right? It's a, it's the basic back and forth that happens with every transaction. I, I wanted to stay, but I knew that they weren't going to meet the number. No hard feelings. It's a business. We move on. And people might say like, all right, guys, well, what's really the downside? I, ultimately, us thinking he's honest or not with the media doesn't matter like in the realm of what actually matters. But to me, where it potentially matters is with an owner. Now, not in this case, right? Not in this case. No. 
but with with your own players. Like that's the one area where it could potentially matter to me. It's just in your own locker room because last year was was weird. And that's my that's my knock on John is that his fraudulent comments get sniffed out by players. Again, I, I think they respect like you have to make tough decisions, whatever. But when you blatantly lie about stuff, they sniff it out. They they just do. They constantly do. And that's been a knock on John. And I didn't quite realize it until you experienced the Gruden experience, like kind of we have watching every press conference, looking at every quote. They think he's just a lot of players think he's just kind of fake, and he and he backstabs you consistently. And again, this is a league where decisions that aren't really fair are consistently made, and players. Once you've been in the league a couple of years and you experience this with your teammates, you realize like you kind of get numb to it. But as long as you're open with me and just somewhat some you know uh, communication on what the standard is, but when you constantly do shit like he does, says one thing and then he does another, players start thinking like you're a fraud. And then here's the other thing: someone tweeted this at me that the Cook comment is almost like a cover your ass comment that we wanted him back. You know, we wanted his guy. So if he's really good for the Saints, like, yeah, we should. And then their tight end production goes down. It's just he never – and I've noticed this, and I, we both have, and we've talked about it a lot. He's not a big take responsibility guy. Like, that's – it's always kind of someone well, else's fault. Yeah, the ask, ask Reggie about that type thing, right? It, it, to me, that was just unneeded – it was just fucked up. Why is a guy that rich and that secure with a contract – that unable to make comments that would put some juice on him, some responsibility on him. Why would he care? And and I think a lot of his foreign players. That's just not him. That's not what he does. It's just in his DNA. He's he's finger pointer might be strong, but he ain't pointing the finger back at himself. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird like one. how long before something before him and Mayock have kind. Of, well, Mike wanted to do that. Well, that's happening, right? Is it happening? I mean, I, to me, no. It's I like, said that's happening, right? Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. ha- like, <laughs> Sorry. when is it happening? To me, it's a question. Not if, when. Are we talking like midway through Vegas? Does it? They're sneaky. When you don't do a rebuild and you do what they just did, there's now pressure on this season. Like you go six and ten, it'll be like God, because he's just not a good coach. Like, does that happen this year? Like, you know, I wasn't. Trent Brown was more Mayox, you know, one of those where he has a bad seat. You know, it's just, it's coming. I, I don't, maybe three years, maybe two, but it's coming. Because the one thing that's clear, just watching Mike, and everyone told me this that knew him really well, he is a no BS, no fluff. Like, he'll just say it like it is. Yeah, I fucked up, shouldn't have picked the guy. Like, he'd just do that. That's not John's deal. So if John does this, Refuse to take responsibility, even with the comment where he doesn't name Mike. Yeah, there's some other people in the building that kind of push for him where it's clear, like, okay, he's talking about Mike. I Mike ain't just gonna gonna bend over for it. Like they're gonna you're gonna get like Reggie. I think the one thing we we were saying the whole time, the most fucked up part about Reggie is he was like attacking a wounded gazelle and he was the Lion King. That it wasn't a fair fight. Reggie wasn't gonna like attack back. It was an easy. It it was just fucked up that way. Where this, like this guy, ain't gonna. I'm not saying he's gonna. Like I, we always said, why doesn't Reggie leak something about John? Even we, you could argue it's not the way to do business, but it got to the point where he was ruining the guy's name. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think the difference would be right. Mayock would, I think, just walk away 
if it's not a workable situation for him, as opposed to staying around and just doing whatever John needs. If Mayock, if they have a couple years where it's go six and ten and then that again, is Mayock going to be in it for the long haul with John? He's a I, I think he's, guy. I think he's all California. in as long as it's a workable situation, right? Yeah. But that's yeah, he's not going to stick it out just because he wants the people on the outside to think that he's a GM of the team. If it's well, he, not working he, for he him, already told Peter King that like. You know, the way I'd been raised and the way I'd already thought about league, like free agency wasn't really my deal. But as I talked with John, we realized we had so many holes. So they, you can tell they've already done things that probably aren't his philosophical, philosophical beliefs. And the biggest sign, obviously, we probably won't know quite the dirt on it right away. But this draft, it's not like they got one pick guy. They got four fucking picks in the top 35. That's where it goes. Why are we not taking so-and-so and John wants this guy? That's where you just don't have repair, and especially, or vice versa, and the guy is not good. That's where... Well, and the other element there, right, is do you think, oh, I kind of like the guy, so John gets to make the pick, and that's cool, or do you think, no, I, we should not draft this player? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 